How was my week? Oh, it was good. You know, I watched literally, yeah, a season of Survivor in two and a half days. I could have done three days if I had really committed, but two days if I really committed, but. You should definitely do like a reality show episode where we, we might have to like watch a whole season or something. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> I like the songs because I can do it. I can it do this homework in five minutes. <laughs> Welcome to episode three of Two Brothers Argue Over Everything. Uh, We're here on location for me, mm-hmm. Baltimore. In Baltimore. I am just in a room. I'm not in the void anymore. I guess we lost our funding. Yeah. A VC fund money ran out. Mm-hmm. So today's topics was music. And Michael gave me a country artist, Casey Musgraves. Right? Yes, Casey Musgraves. And I gave Michael a rapper called Roddy Rich. Spelled with two C's. Yes, and two D's. Two D's. <laughs> so um, I don't know who, 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 start. who should we start with? We can start with you. Start with me? Okay. The, the shit you gave me? <laughs> How dare you? Oh my god, this is garbage, dude. All right, let me talk about Roddy Rich for a second. Um, I'm whatever about rap music. I like some rappers. I like Lil Wayne. I like, um, you know, I like some Rick Ross songs. I like, I'm very inconsistent when it comes to what rap music I like. Um, you know, I obviously I like Eminem. Saying I don't like Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, I don't like lyricists. I don't like like really dense lyricists sometimes. Um, you know, where I have to watch it, I have to listen to it 12 times to appreciate it. You know, where I have to have the lyrics open. That's not how I like to listen to rap music. Eminem. Well, Eminem, you you can listen to it the first time and get all the things. Wu-Tang, it's kind of like, I don't know. Eminem was also my gateway to rap. Like a lot of, you know. Because he's white? Wow. Yeah. Honestly, like a lot of people my age were like Eminem was like their gateway. Like the Not Afraid song, like the recovery was like my first real rap album I ever listened to. Rap song I listened to was like a Lil Wayne song with Eminem. So. <laughs> was that, uh, what song was that? I don't know. That's a jam though. I, I remember hating it and then I've grown to like it as I learned to respect Lil Wayne. Is it the one where he like throws the world in the ground? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's it. Maybe. Oh, is it Pick the World Up? No, that's, that's a Lil Wayne song. Uh, anyway, Roddy Rich. Um, I, I don't like this kind of rap where there's literally no point to it and it's not that funny. Like songs can be, rap songs can be pointless but still be funny. Like all of Lil Wayne's stuff at his peak of his powers, there's no point to any of his songs. It just goes all over the place. There's no theme. There's nothing really connecting it, but it's funny. You laugh, you know, Rick Ross is trying to give you this vibe and it's funny. Usually is like not funny at all. What? I don't think Rick Ross is trying to be funny, but it is funny. And I, I find it funny. When he says, you know, Atlantic, and he rhymes it again with Atlantic, 
-hmm. It's awesome. And every day I'm hustling is such a vibe. But Roddy Rich, I'm sorry. There's nothing there for me. Nothing. It's not funny. It's super misogynistic. And it's like, you know, and it's just, and the chorus is catchy, but that's it. Michael, you know? you're lucky that you didn't give me a male country singer because then you would have given me misogynistic songs as well. That's just how it works. People in pop culture treat women like objects. I'm sorry to break it to you, but that's how it is. And it sucks. It shouldn't be like that, but that's the way it is. You know, I just want to point out to the audience the hypocrisy of my brother because for two straight episodes, I gave him things. He called me out for Kill Lock Kill and for Swiss Army Man. And he's presenting himself like, I am this man who stands up for women and like bad portrayals and like I was grossed out by that and blah, blah, blah. And then he gives me Roddy Rich with garbage yeah. lyrics. Kill a Kill, 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 Kill is a teenager who's dressed up sexually and your fucking Swiss Army man is a creepy ass dude stalking a woman, okay? So don't give me this comparison between calling somebody a bitch and stalking and pedophilia so your man your man I, i'm gonna call him your man because he is roddy rich literally rhymed new jack city with ass to titties that's the level that's of artistry you're dealing with that's a brilliant line right there it's good <laughs> it was like the only honestly in the two songs that was the only time i laughed because of how bad it was and I wish it had more moments like that if it was more consistently that stupid. And it isn't. It's only that stupid very rarely. And it's upsetting. I don't know. So, well, way. one thing you missed out on, because you're not in uh, the rap pop culture, is when the first song I sent you. So I sent Michael two songs, okay. The Box and Every Season. And The Box is a famous song in, like, memes. Um, and because of the e like, um, yeah. I remember you used to a lot of to me all a lot the of memes that had like a windshield wipers. They'd put it and go, e -er. yeah, e -er. so that makes it funnier. And then um, I don't know. I saw like SpongeBob memes where like you know Patrick and SpongeBob were in the box listening to the box, and Squidward right. opens it up and nothing's happening. And then he closes it up and then you hear, "Well, not the coop, but the lot." <laughs> so, so the memes are the fun. The memes are funny, and I think the eater is funny, and I think it's so. The vibe of this is not to be listened to. It's more of the Lil Wayne partying in a club kind of atmosphere. It's not the hmm. I'm gonna sit down and consider this album for Pulitzer Prize winner like Kendrick Lamar or something like that. Yeah. It's let's go out, have fun, and what we'll just dance? Because you're telling me those were good dancing beats. Wow, how dare you? Really. Dana and I went and saw Roddy Rich live in Denver. Oh my god, live. no so way! I'm going to hate you so much. We had a great I time. Your, I respected Dana's opinion until this moment. He oh played god. his album all the way through, the whole crowd was singing along. It was I great. Don't get it. You freaking Zoomers. It's so weird. <laughs> the uh, what was the uh. Yeah, the chorus was catchy. I'll give you that, you know. He's a good singer. You don't think he's a good singer? No, he can carry a tune, but he's There's like, the, um, his choruses are catchy. But as soon as the rap starts, it's just, you know, it's like, 
That's why I use Lil Wayne. You used Lil Wayne before. It's like Lil Wayne at the peak of his powers was lyrically really like he would hit you with tons of lines, tons of punchlines. He would hit you with a lot of things. He would surprise you with the lyrical choices. May I, throw, I was never surprised, really, with any of these Roddy Rich lyrics. May, may I throw another Lil Man at you that uh, also, I believe, is from Atlanta? Uh, Lil John. He is okay. not very uh, lyrical, but what is he? A hype man, good for partying in the club. Roddy Rich is not as hype as Lil John is. No, not but close. the same kind of vibe, you know, it, where it's meant to for. Part, like having a good time, not being a hypercritical uh, oh. person like you. So it's like turn off your brain music. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Roddy Rich is? Yeah, that's a lot of what music is. Don't you think? Is turn it off and listen. What do you think like jam bands are all about? I guess I just didn't like the vibe of it because you're vibing basically to misogyny and I'm not, not a... It's so that's better shit. Do Michael, that's Rick Ross. What are you talking about? No, like, if you're listening to Bill Wayne, you're listening to jokes. jokes. If you're listening to Rick Ross, you're, li you're laughing. You know, it's like Rick Ross is more about killing people and making Eminem money. doesn't talk about, about women in a poor way. All the time. But that's not the like, songs I listen to. You sent me the fucking... All of Eminem's songs contain that. All rap songs contain that. So, I'm yes, Eminem, this Lil Wayne is funny because he uses lines like "Lil uh, real G's move in silence like lasagna," and that's genius. But, uh, but he, some people are there for singing and having a good time, like Chris Brown or Usher. These are like you just use Chris Brown. Yeah, example. Are you kidding me? These are just hip hop artists that sing that are meant for having a good time in a club. So Roddy Rich is more of a singer, in your opinion? Yeah. Okay. Don't you think he wasn't like rapping? <sighs> yeah, yeah. I guess he was more singing. I guess I'm more interested in what he'll be doing a few years from now, where he's gotten all this garbage lyrics out of his system, where it's just about how much money he has and who well, he's having I'm, sex with, and blah. It's like it's I'm just sure like, come on. His money on his clothes and jewelry. I mean, like. Well, like I saw, I, I saw him at the, at this show in Denver, and his entire neck was sparkling, and his like, like massive wrist was sparkling. So I have a feeling he'll be spending all of that money, um, and not holding on to it. So he might be coming out with a lot of music, but who knows if we'll be buying. It'll be good. Yeah, I think that's a problem with a lot of artists is um, they just waste their money and don't. I mean, you know, who knows? It could just be all rented and he's being very uh, cautious with his money, but I definitely well, see him as like a Rolls Royce buyer. Well, a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the talented people stick around though. Like uh, Mac Miller, right? That's his name? Well, he's his, dead. Yeah, he's dead. But his first couple albums were like kind of, you know, misogynistic all over the place, like, you know, party music. Mm -hmm. And as he came out with albums, he matured a bit, you know, and his music got more introspective and more interesting. And I, th I hope Roddy Rich will be there. But right now, he's just, it's like, I think about, I know you don't watch RuPaul, but like, there's a line that one of the drag queens says, uh, Bianca Del Rio, where she's like, tells another queen, like, what do you do successfully? Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel about Roddy Rich. Is I'm like, yeah, you're like a B at most of these things, but what do you do successfully? You know? You don't think he's a good singer? 
I mean, I guess, I guess the vibe, yeah, I, okay, maybe, maybe. Have you, I mean, he's also featured on some other songs you might have heard. He's like on Post Malone's Wow, but I think it's the remix. Okay. Um, but I don't know, he's a good feature. He did um, a song with the baby. I don't okay. think you'd like the baby that much. I, I'll be honest, I haven't listened much to him. So. I think I listened to his like biggest song. I'm like, oh, is this it? Is it Shug? <laughs> Probably. I was like, oh, is this the guy that everyone's so hyped about? Like, I don't know. Well, we've kind of the we've kind of really fallen apart as far as structure. So, <laughs> did you? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think the structure worked for us last episode. So. <laughs> it did not really keep us in any sort of uh, time. <laughs> made it go longer. So it sounds like you don't like it because. Um, it's misogynistic and sounds like other rap, which is fair. Um, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't get anything that new or that interesting about it. You know what I mean? It's catchy. He is a good singer. So maybe if, if he channels that in some way, mm -hmm. uh, I might be interested later on, but for you now. think that an artist has to be different for you to like them? Like they can't be the, like the similar to another artist? Or they have to be really good at one particular thing, you know? And I don't think Roddy Rich is really good at any particular thing besides like, you know, he's pretty good at singing, but I don't think he's like really good, you know? You should uh, watch him singing along to a ukulele. That'll make you feel better. <laughs> All right. then, he's, then you hear him not singing with auto-tune, so okay. there's that. But um, that's fair. Um, I've, I think I've said what I like about it. I like the fact that it's just fun music um, to have a good time to. Yeah. It's good for driving in the car if you want have to spend time. Mm. And have a you know you just want to be like <laughs> in the car. Uh, but we we can move forward if, if uh, you don't have anything else. I mean that's I, I just kind of keep saying the same thing over and over again. Um, you know. I just, I just didn't, didn't particularly enjoy it. And I do find it funny that you keep calling out the stuff I give you when you also recommend Jersey Shore and this just full of, full of blame. Let's, let's talk about what you gave me then. If you're going to talk about, you yeah. have been talking I about you I, give you, I give you generic things. Okay. I give you generic things. Ant-Man, which is the most generic hero movie, you know, Jersey Shore there. It's a generic reality show. This is the most basic country music I have ever heard. Every single line she says is a fucking cliche. Right. And <laughs> it's no originality to it whatsoever. She sounds exactly like the Indigo Girls in that first song and is just trying to copy them. The Indigo Girls. Or, um, wow. All right, all right, all right, hold up. We gotta explain. This is Casey Musgraves. I gave James two songs. Because Casey Musgraves doesn't actually, she's kind of a newer artist. Love is a Wild Thing. And uh, her kind of feature on Brooks and Dunn's Neon Moon. So those are the two songs I gave her. Which one are you talking about, Neon Moon? Talking about the first one. Uh, Love is a Wild Thing? Love is a Wild Thing. Uh, that was just filled with generic lines. Uh, that I don't pull like, up lyrics now. Generic, uh, you want to pull it up too. Okay talking about love and how she you know I, I like there's they're both so generic that i'm crossing the lyrics over in my mind okay. uh, you know it's just about 
uh, uh, her heartbreak and love. Wow, what an original thing for country music. What? I mean, everybody writes songs about love. People can't stop writing movies and songs and muse, you know, and like, and plays and people have written about love forever. So calling some things like, oh, she's writing about love and calling it generic. She's not saying anything. She's just saying the same things everyone else has said. Uh. Well, okay. So you didn't, all right. So you didn't like her lyrical content. No. What did you think of her voice? I thought, you know, it's a basic country voice. So I think, I think I have a theory that every country, it's so funny because, uh, you know, just, I showed James a song by uh, Kit Moore. I sent you like a Kit Moore song a long time ago, just, just to, like as an idea for like what I would send you. And I sent him like um, some terrible Kit Moore song that I like. And James was like, this is the most basic country song I've ever heard. And then I sent him Casey Musgraves, who's very different. And then James is like, this is the most basic country song I've ever heard. Every country song you ever hear is the most basic country song you've ever heard. That's interesting. It's almost like all country music is the same. Isn't that the claim I'm trying to make? All country country music sounds the same, and it's all the same recycled bullshit with easy chord riffs and cliche lyrics about love. That's all that was. Wow. Wow. So... Like there's no there's no story, right? There's no story in her song. It's just love is a wild thing, right? It could be anywhere. Who knows? There's no story. It's not like I found love here, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is what happened with my love, you know? And like neon light, neon moon. Yeah. She's not like, this is what happened with my heart. I went through this. She's just like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm sad. It's sad. I'm sad because I'm alone. People yeah. have, you are the people out there. You're alone too, right? You, you can relate to loneliness, right? We're relatable. They're like, they're not talking about their story and what they went through. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read the, the chorus here. So she's describing love, the love that she's feeling. She says, running like a river, trying to find the ocean, flowers in the concrete, climbing over fences, blooming in the shadows, places that you can't see, Climbing through the melody when the night bird sings, love is a wild thing. So that's, that's the chorus. Um, I, think it's, I think that's a pretty lyric. I don't know. Those are pretty lyrics. Those are the most cliche things I've ever heard. Running like a river. Oh, my God, dude. Flowers <laughs> in the concrete. Like, come on. You really think that's deep? I think, I think it's, it sounds nice, though. It sounds nice when she sings it. No, it only sounds nice because of her pretty voice. She does have a pretty voice. Okay. So what does Dana think of of you besmirching Casey Musgraves? um, She likes Casey Musgraves. She agreed with me that that when I said it put me to sleep. So there was that, but that's about it. I think she likes Casey Musgraves. Okay. So she saw Casey Musgraves live. I'm not sure. It is funny to me that like we gave each other, I you know, you gave me, I gave you country and you gave me rap because in some ways country and rap are very similar because they they touch on the same lyrical, um, they touch on rap music touches on certain lyrical themes, right? Which is usually money, is usually like hustling, finding your way out of the system, you know, so celebrating the wealth you found, you know, that kind of thing. 
country music is usually very similar where they talk about the same thing themes where it's like you know a love whether it's lost your family uh losing somebody these are kind of very universal themes if that, i could have a beer with jesus yeah and then there's that trash like thomas mm. Rhett that is just a stain upon all music i hate hate that name um uh-huh. But, I'm sure you don't listen to that before you listen to Casey Musgraves. I don't like, I don't listen to Thomas Rhett. I don't listen to Thomas Rhett. He's garbage. Uh, but, you know, what makes country, what makes a good country song is writing a lyric that people, writing a theme in a way that people don't expect, right? And it's not complex lyrically in the way that rap music can be, where it's like multi-syllables and all that stuff. Like, there's no... Like, I guess Chris Christopherson is, like, the closest you get to that, like, really dense lyrical writing. But, like, most of it is just kind of these plain sentences, but that, that have a lot of feeling in them, you know? And then singers that display a lot of feeling, where you're, lo- <laughs> you're looking at me. <laughs> they sing a lot of platitudes, yes. They're very good at singing platitudes emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know what's cool about Casey Musgrave? It's just because I I don't know. Do you have any more? Do, do you want me to? Is it okay that I keep defending Casey I mean, Musgrave? You can keep going. All right. So one thing that's interesting about Casey Musgraves is you used to you like to say like these people are all conservative politically, but Casey Musgraves is actually not a conservative person. Did I bring that up ever? Did I say that? No, you tend to do that when you talk about country music. No, it's just the people listening. Oh, the people listening. You don't think the artists are like... I don't know if they necessarily are, but probably. Okay. Most likely. Mm. Well, yeah, Casey Musgrave is one of the very few people out there that's actually an outspoken, uh, you know, progressive political... Does she do that in her songs? Does she do that in her songs? Yes, or is that outside of her music? It is outside of her music. It is, she doesn't do, she doesn't do a song like Mitch McConnell can go away. She does like, you know, she kind of keeps her, her songs. But most country artists don't even do that. You know, most country artists just like, you know, just be like, oh, you know, I don't get involved in politics and that's that. Casey Musgraves does. And she deserves respect for that because nobody's yeah. done it really. You can also look at Ted Nugent and say that do, some do get involved in politics. Yeah, to, Toby Keith and Ted Nugent both are like, super into into politics um toby keith is oh my god he's so bad i couldn't send it do you listen to him no no i can't i mean i like red solo that's like that's what i'm interested is because like in like in the old days of rock and roll not even talking about rap because some rappers do talk politically and you know talk like nwa was definitely a starting group that talked about their struggle with the police and yeah i kind of like opened the dialogue of that um but i forget where i was going with this mm-hmm. um do like do country music artists ever sing politically because like that's that's a thing in old rock in old and old country i think is more mm-hmm. like stating your beliefs instead of going for the collective uh yeah experience that a lot of country music artists go for mm-hmm. Do they sing about it? Do they sing? Yeah, I mean, some some country artists do. Like Willie Nelson had a song called "Vote Him Out," and he came out with it in twenty eighteen. 
which is pretty nice. When did Willie Nelson start country? When did he like? When did he? I mean, he was in it in the 60s. Yeah, so he's, he's not this generation. Long, long time. He's like just kind of leftovers from previous generations. He's not really this generation of country. No, this generation of country is all Luke Combs and uh, Luke Bryan. And I mean, Luke Bryan's actually a little old, but like Florida Georgia Line, Dan Shea, that kind of shit. Luke Combs is the big one, though. There's like. But I wanted to give you Kate Musgraves because it's a powerful female voice who's got this great, great, beautiful voice and her songs. She doesn't say anything, though. Like Adele has a beautiful, powerful voice and she says. Wait a minute. Very powerful things. So what, what's the difference between Adele's lyrical content in a song like, yeah. So like what, like what's, how would you compare those two? She's speaking on her own experience and clearly showing emotion. Casey okay. Musgraves is speaking on a collective experience. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now I'm starting to think I might've sent you the wrong song. But it's okay. I think you would have just felt the way you do feel about it. I think you just find a way to not like it. I think you just hate country music. Yeah. I just, you know, something about their voice. Something about it. You just start hearing the steel guitar and you're like, I'm out. (laughs) You're like, well, it's like, they're so unoriginal. They just hop on what everybody else has already done. And they're like, I don't even sound, my voice doesn't sound like this, but I'm going to sing like everybody else does. I mean, like, but that's how Casey Musgraves' voice actually sounds, though. I mean, that's like how she talks. She that's talks bigger, like that. But that's not that's not all country. And like, why does she, why does her guitars have to sound like every everybody else's guitars? Why does like why does it all have to sound the same? Why do they all have to use the fucking um, <laughs> steel guitar? Fancy ukulele. What's it called? What <laughs> mandolin. Call mandolin? Yeah. Very few people use fancy ukulele. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I think it's just, I think it's just the genre. Like once you're in the genre, you hear all the differences. But like, if you don't listen to country, you can't really hear any of the differences. You're like, oh, that's all the same. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, and what you said is true about rap music. And that's like, you know, mom can't listen to a rap song and pick out the difference. Yeah, I think it was. Um, She's too used to the New Jack City. My victim got acid titties or whatever. <laughs> Like, I don't know how much they really enjoyed listening to Damn the one time they asked me to. Oh, Kendrick? Yeah, I think a lot of people were like, like, oh, this seems important. It's kind of what happened with the Hamilton soundtrack. <laughs> like, <laughs> so many people are... I should listen to this. Oh. So many of my in-laws were listening to it, just being like, okay, well, you got to make sure you listen to the album a couple times first before you, uh, you know... <laughs> before the fact because you know you gotta like ham for hamilton they were yeah is it because it's not that good like i would listen to some of the songs they are bad rap songs they are bad rap songs really you think so hamilton listen to pieces and the lyrics he's spitting are not like fluid there's no flow yeah yeah none of them really have flow but the lyricism is there like the the words like, and the flow is so flow. important in rap, you know. Yeah, it is very flow is very important in rap. Like, uh, people can have very deep lines, but if they can't say it in a way that moves together, they're yeah. know, lost. That makes sense. Well, and everyone flow bites. That's why, like, 
and I ha- half of the new rapper sounds like Migos, you know. But what's the first one to do the Migos flow? Was it? Was it? Or- Might be Migos. I mean, I feel like they're they're pretty original. I thought it was Future. Wasn't he the first one? Future is he has that that voice. He was the first one to do that kind of voice. He said, "I saw I saw an interview with him um, where he was talking about how he was just." really fucked up and he had like his his mouth wired shut yeah. and he um, had to record that song, Tony Montana. Yeah. Tony Montana, Tony Montana. And that's why he's like started yeah. rapping. He started a whole movement. Yeah. The dog owes that they're gonna check. Yeah, the dentist should uh, get the movies. <laughs> Somebody, someone should put a picture of that dentist and say this is the most important man in rap music. <laughs> The last 10 years. Blow this man up. <laughs> Put him in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. All right. I thought this was a successful argument. <laughs> successful argument. Lots of disagreements. Yeah. It's hard to argue against somebody saying that something is generic. You yeah. know? It's like, what are you supposed to do? Like, you just hate country. And every time I try to show you something that, like, might make you a little happy you're like no this is the most basic thing i've ever heard in my life I like older stuff you know i like johnny cash but you ever listen to like hank williams i don't think so maybe you've hey, sent it to me maybe hey good looking what cooking? <laughs> how's about cooking something up with me it's like a grandma it's like a grandpa hank song yeah <laughs> old music that's a, very, a little bit too old, maybe. A little too old for you? All right, fair. fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, what do you want to do next week? We can... I think we're doing, we're doing, we're going to send each other sport, right? Yeah. All right. I, well, I got, I got one picked out for you. I got one picked out for you. I think I'm going to send you a competitive speed run. A speed run? Okay. What's the game? Uh, I'm going to show you. I'm going to send it to you, but it's a people racing uh uh modded super mario brothers okay um i'm gonna send you disc golf um like the back nine so you don't have to watch 18 holes that would be a little um it's only like 40 minutes okay but i think it's a competitive round i think you should enjoy it oh good i'm excited excited and you the viewer should also be excited maybe we should send them a link so they can watch it before we do these that makes sense we should start using our social media (laughs) it could be a good idea to use those things that we created instead of just letting them sit there (laughs) i mean we got 13 likes on facebook wow thank you to all you that liked honestly Uh, thank you if i see you in real life i'll give you a high five but not really. How about over Zoom? Uh, I'll give you a Zoom knuckle. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks for watching or listening. <laughs> Bye.